We're recording? Welcome everyone to the Rink Rat Report podcast. This episode is brought to you by you going and uh, leaving a review on our iTunes page. We just got one recently. Thank you so much. Um, I have the name. It's gone now, but you know where you are. Thank you so much for leaving the review there. Everyone else, please do so as well. Really helps out the show. Um, Spirit's at an all-time low right now. We recorded half of this episode, or so we thought recorded, and we found out uh, that the machine was not recording. It happens. So we have to go issue. back and repeat everything. Can you make sure it is recording this time? We have numbers going. Yeah, we're going. We're going. Oh, my. What a moment. We haven't had that happen before. When I was first trying to start out this podcast, I did that once. I wanted to jump off. Um, uh, yeah, I'm just yeah. going to leave it at that one. But horrible. As always, joined by Josh. And what Jason. up? What up? Let's bring Yay. the energy. All right. So <laughs> All right. on today's episode, we're going to be going through Team Canada's Olympic roster. Yep. Be picking one of us. We each go through and pick a player. And it's going to be our shared team. Where it's the um, group team. We all have our own teams, but I want everyone's opinion in here. I want, I want you guys to hear the debate. I want you guys to know as closely mimicking as, you know, the Team Canada's general manager room which consists of a couple NHL GMs Doug Armstrong Ken Holland Ron Francis Don Sweeney and coaching staff John Cooper Barry Trotz Barry Trotz Trotz, Cassidy someone else Cassidy someone else anyways anyways so let's get it started let's start it off right away so I'm gonna start easy easy one number one Connor McDavid all right go ahead Joe you're next no problems at all is Jason you're up yeah so uh next one is gonna be easy we're gonna fly through the first couple and that's gonna be Nathan McKinnon and right for this roster, again, I think Nate McKinnon is a guaranteed number one center on pretty much any team. We're going to throw him on the right wing because yeah. who doesn't want to see Connor McDavid next to Nate McKinnon in the Olympics? I don't think it's even close. Two guys that can carry the puck with speed no one's in close. the league. No one's Just close. They pick up speed when they have the puck. How many defensemen, elite-level defensemen, have both of these guys embarrassed in the last couple of years or since they got into the league kind of thing? I just I love the way that, like it's such a case study that just how they're able to head up, handle the puck, and pick up speed, just galloping. It's crazy. I mean, I can it too. It's a, it's so exciting. Even when nothing happens, like I remember Michael Bublé was saying on when he was on the Dan Patrick show when in Vancouver when he used to watch Pavel Bure, it was like a horse jockey when he used to just pick up the puck. That's what it's like with both of these guys. Even when nothing happens, okay, puck goes in, the goalie stops it, they miss the net, whatever. It's like a horse jockey coming around the bend, like going on that final turn, just when they have the puck. Imagine them on the same line. They'd be, be doing, they'd be robbing Canadian hockey fans if they don't have those two together, Agreed. in my opinion. And you have so much center depth. Like, let Nate McKinnon have fun on the wing. Take, exactly. Take and they little, have space. Yeah. The bigger ice. Yeah, they're going to be insane. Again, like they, these are two guys who seem faster with the puck than without, which is, I don't know how that's possible, but that, that's for sure the top two players on this team. You know what I just realized? What's funny? When we start every single episode with, are we recording? Yeah. <laughs> and we weren't recording. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> it happens. It's funny because we also had a take before that, too, that we'd stopped. But anyways... We'll get back to the show. Get into it. So, ju- so my next pickup, yeah. probably not the most conventional. I have a lock on here. I'm not going to say it because I Marshawn's going to be the left wing, not necessarily on this line, but my pick is Brad Marshawn. I what spoiled it earlier. Yeah, I mean, just such a squirrely guy, such a competitor, nastiest hands you can see. 
uh, was fantastic at the World Cup for Canada a few years ago when they had that tournament. Elevates his game in the playoffs as well. I, I like very smart player. I just don't see how you can leave him off of this roster. Just such a complete player. Yeah, and as you said, he was great in the last World Cup. If you pull up his hockey DB or whatever site you use, and you just look at his stats. Look at the jump he made from 15-16 to 16-17. As we know, 16-17 started with that World Cup in Toronto. It was a lot of fun. I think a lot of people really enjoyed that tournament. And he was a real breakout player because he played with Crosby and Bergeron. And at the time, hey, this is not a 100-point Brad Marchand we know now. He was a 61-point player. like so 37 goals. Yeah, it was a great year. But after that, we're talking, he became, in the, in the last five years, he's a... 1.2, 1.25 points per game player. He's elite defensively. I don't think there's anyone that would look at Brad Marshall in the last five years and not say his total body of work is a top 10 player in the NHL. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. So I, I, you didn't say he was a lock. When I made my team, I had four locks, and Brad Marchand was one of my locks. A I think lock. he's guaranteed on the team. I, I don't see any way he's not on the team. Yeah. From, I, as I, you I said, think that as well. he brings goal scoring. He brings skating. He's good defensively. He can grind in the corners, power play, penalty kill, squirreliness, as yes. Joe will call it. He's squirrely. He is a complete hockey player, and he fits on any team that's ever been created. 1920, 2020, it doesn't matter. He is a stud. So I agree yeah. with that. But the, the real third lock is Sidney Crosby. Yes. Yes, 100%. Golden goal, Captain Canada. He's going to be the captain. Has just been able to maintain his level of play. And some say he improved it this year. Some yeah. say, you know, COVID, whatever you want to say, 1920, he didn't have his greatest year, you know? He's still good, but this year, you know, he had got a lot of Selkie votes this year. He was fourth in Hart Trophy voting this year. I don't that kind of went under the radar. Sidney Cross was fourth in Hart Trophy voting this year. I mean, the only only possible knock with it th this would be if you're looking for something the last three playoffs haven't been great but pittsburgh's been yeah they, they yeah kaka there's not a player so. on pittsburgh the last three playoffs that's been good but then if yeah. someone says it to you say okay he has 191 points in 174 playoff games one of the best right. players of all time top five player of all time in my opinion still got it he's on the team and he's playing second line center this year it's crazy yeah. he's been the top line center for this team for the 10, last two olympics two olympics sure. and a world cup yeah. Didn't he play? He played in a world championship, I believe, as well. Yeah, he did. That one year, they were literally stacked. Like, oh, yeah. Stacked. 2014, 2015. Wasn't Tavares on that team, too? So was Tyler Sagan. Sagan, yeah. and a bunch of guys. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, on to the next one. Uh, this is another guy who I have as, as my lock. Um, so we went with a couple centers to start, but we're, I'm going to go with a winger now, right winger Mark Stone. And sim simply because he's... I think you can call him the, one of the the best winger in the league, if not one of the best. He's uh, he can he can do it all. Um, <laughs> I have one counter, Nikita Kucherov. But go ahead. Yes, no, you you could okay. The best, the most complete. How about that, Nikita Kucherov? Okay, fine. But, but he, he's best, can, best Canadian winger, and uh, sorry for interrupting, but I yeah. love the pick. Yeah, no, but best uh, Canadian pure winger. Yeah, yes, yes, and uh, Marshawn. Actually, we just. Whatever, whatever. We he's love Mark su Stone. super responsible we defensively and can generate offense very well. He's going to be an absolute pest to play against in, in our own zone. Good luck scoring against him. And, and if he's on a shutdown line with some other players, he's yes. Yeah, I don't think Mark I mean, Stone is. He's not the best skater there is out yeah. there, but he's one of the smartest players in the NHL. And like I think just that alone, he's going to be able to use that uh, and to his advantage on this bigger ice there. And I, I think 
I think a good thing about him is we're going to maybe put him on a shutdown type line, but he could play yeah, out I think he with could play anyone. up and down. Like, 100%. If, let's say we had a team put up there that he was on a line with a couple other guys we'll mention, but you think he could play with Crosby, yep. for example? Yep. No problem, right? Like, play with McDavid? You could play Absolutely. with McDavid. You yeah. put, him, put McKinnon, McKinnon on the left yeah. wing, yeah. and Stone's your Hyman, quote-unquote, type, which is disrespectful to Mark Stone. <laughs> but makes what about Mark? if Mark Stone is your digger and grinder with McDavid and McKinnon? That would be a scary line to play against. Yeah. Wow. That would not be fun. That could be that could be a good blend there. That's so yeah, I I love one. that pick, Mark Stone. I, you're right, one of the best wingers in the league, one of the most complete players in the league. You nailed, hit the nail on the head. So my next pick here, kind of funny, because I'm a Leafs fan, but I'm going with Patrice Bergeron, and from the numbers that I've got here, uh, I didn't filter out defensemen, so it's clouding it. So I don't even know if this is accurate, but in terms of expo- expected goals against per sixty, he's tops in the league for. Canadian forwards. Not surprising. Tops in the league. Just a Selkie nominee every single year and a, almost a point per game every single year. What was it, 58 and 56 this year for Patrice Bergeron? Monster. I mean, I'm going with two Bruins in my first two picks, mm. which kind of makes me upset. But they're just so good, and they're so good together. that It's like, how could you deny Team Canada this chemistry and this complete, these two complete hockey players that you have here. So you putting them with Crosby and Marshawn? Is that the line? Yeah, Marshawn, Crosby, Bergeron. Repeat that World Cup of Hockey line, and that line was incredible. So how could you argue with that? You yeah. know, and lot, TSN likes to bring up this topic anytime they need some airtime to fill, which is good because it always gets people talking. There's great debate going on with it. But Brian Hayes of Overdrive, who does a great job, everyone loves Brian Hayes, but. He always would bring up, like, is Bergeron even oh, like going to make this team? He would say he didn't think Bergeron would make the team a lot of times when it was brought up. I'm sorry. He's making this team. Yeah. It, unless he has some unexpected dip in play this year, he's making the team. Like he, World Cup of Hockey 2016, that line, Crosby had 10 points in six games, Marshawn had eight and six, and Bergeron had seven and six. The only three guys over a point a game in that tournament. So <laughs> how do you deny these guys? Put, it's simple. Put them back together. They'll be good again. Not yeah. that hard. So exactly. it's on to me now. I am going to take Mr. Playoffs, Braden Point from the Tampa Bay Lightning. Let's get back. If I was, let's say I was starting an NHL team, would he be necessarily the guy I would pick here? I'm not certain of that. No, no disrespect to Braden Point. You know, 48 points in 56 regular season games, nothing to snuff at. He's a spectacular player, great goal scorer. But in the playoffs, this guy has put up crazy numbers. 14 goals in 23 games in both of the last two playoffs. I mean, he's been an absolute monster. I, I and think in the seventeen eighteen playoffs, I mean, seven goals, seventeen games, sixteen points. He's seventy three points total in sixty seven playoff games. I mean, that is wildly impressive for a twenty five year old. Twenty five, and like, his last name is Point. So, sorry. Okay. Uh, sorry again, sorry, sorry. I think again, I'm putting him right at third line center. I think he's a great centerman. I think he can, he's responsible defensively as well. But I really like his goal scoring touch up the middle, and it's a great. I don't want to say redemption arc because nobody necessarily counted him out, but he was a third-round pick in his draft year. He had 91 points in 72 games in his draft year. And Tampa Bay traded up in the third round to get him. You're telling me that that guy wasn't overlooked purely because his, as Jay Fresh likes to say, his size starts with a 5 and ends with a 9 or whatever it is. No, it was Scouch. Scouch, sorry. Scouch said that. Like, that's, that's what happened here. And, you know, 
this is a credit to Tampa's draft. We're getting a little off topic here, but these are the guys that come in and win you Stanley Cups. Absolutely, and I think the, also the, this is cemented by the fact that not only is he a fantastic playoff performer, and the GMs love to see that, but the coach head coach is also John Cooper. So I think of uh, as as locks as far as like the management goes. I think the, like yeah. when they're in the room discussing who they're going to pick, I think everyone's saying yes, we're taking Brady. I Clark. think as a predictive. Like yes. if we're predicting, he's yes. a lock. He's a lock. Yeah. My, yeah, I, I only had four locks personally at Ford, but predicting, he's a lock. Yeah. I think you can easily project Braden Point, and people would have no issues with 100%. Being on this roster, and especially with the elite caliber of players in there. I mean, two Stanley Cups and him being a major reason of why they won those two Stanley Cups. I mean, absolutely. Showing no up in the biggest stage. That. Yeah. No argument there. Jason, um, you're up. So the next guy I'm going to pick. Uh, some people might disagree, um, and some people might call me a Leafs homer for doing it, but I'm doing an, the, another natural right winger. It's Mitch Marner. Uh, simply put, he is one of the best wingers in the NHL, like Mark Stone, and uh, he's, he, he's, he can score at a colossal rate, and he's no slouch on defense either. A lot of the credit uh, on the Hyman-Matthews-Marner line, uh, a lot of the credit defensively went to Mitch Marner uh, analytically, and... Um, yeah, Mar- Marner really does it all, I think. And, and he's the t- perfect type of player you want in t- on Team Canada. Guys who are responsible defensively, but can also provide a significant amount offensively. So, Mitch Marner. I'd just like to pull up these, this number quickly. Um, so, I'm just sorting, going on NHL.com, simple. And this is an analytics, just this is simple sorting of NHL.com. Points per game for Canadian forwards over the last three seasons. We could do one season, two season, three seasons. They're pretty much the same. Number one is Connor McDavid. Number two is Nate McKinnon. Number three is Brad Marchand. Number four is Sidney Crosby. Those are my four locks for Team Canada. Number five is Mitch Marner. I mean, I know Leafs fans are down on him now, which is ironic because, you know, he's one of their own players. But he's a, I think he's as close to a lock without being a lock for me, personally. I don't know if that's how the team will look at it. Again, he's a superstar winger. There's not that many superstar wingers on Team Canada, actually. So... I think he's on for sure. He can play on any line pretty much. He's good defensively. He could power play, penalty kill, even though Leaf fans think he can't. He wasn't great in the playoffs, sure, but he's done that his whole career pretty well. So I think he's almost guaranteed to be on this team. But yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah. Talk, also talk about just quickly a power kill, the power kill that they have. The penalty kill players for that team are very, very fast, and they'll, they'll, they'll be dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Holy yeah. smokes. Especially with the bigger ice, I feel like yeah. Mitch Marner being the player that he is, yeah. he'll be able he'll to excel. create some yeah. magic there. Just, it's, it's honestly sad that you have to like put an asterisk because Lee fans are going to jump your throat yeah. for their own player. Maybe just have some perspective on that. He's going to be on Team Canada. Look at the bigger body of work. Really. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's impossible. It's seven games. That's it. Alex Kerfoot can't lose him. <laughs> exactly. Um, so my next pick, I'm going with an easy one. I just think he fits this fourth-line center role so well. Sean Couturier, another guy nominated for the Selkie, uh, Selkie Trophy every single year. However, is very good def- uh, defense. Uh, sorry, obviously Selkie is defense, moron. But he but can score. He can score as well is what I'm trying to say it, it, there as well. Not a slouch offensively, very responsible defensively. I feel like if you're up a goal, Sean Couturier is going out 100%. there for sure. Yeah, Can really really close you out and as i'm i i have i i always think about this i'm not quoting her brooks because it's from a movie but in miracle they are discussing who do you want on this team and they say i'm like i'm trying to pick i'm not picking the best hockey players i'm picking the right hockey players Mm -hmm. you're not building the all-star team here you're building a championship team 
And I feel like with Sean Couturier, that's what you really need there in that fourth line center role. I'm with you. I have no arguments there. I think right now we put our team together, McDavid 1C, Crosby 2C, point 3C, Couturier 4C. That is as diverse and deep of a four-person center group, four-player center group that you can find. You have speed. You have defensive capabilities. You have goal scoring. You have passing. You have face-offs. You have everything with those guys. So, I mean, I have no arguments there. For my pick, I know you just said, you know, you have to build the best team, not an all-star team. But the first time we did this, I kind of thought of it that way, and the player I picked here was in line with that. But I'm going to change it up. I'm going to pick a guy I want to see on this team. And I don't want him left off this team. Matt Barzal from the New York Islanders. Okay. Where do you put him in the lineup? I'm playing. This is the line that I would love to see. I would enjoy this, watching these three players make magic. That's Matt Barzal, left wing, Brandon Point, center, and Mitch Marner on the right wing. That line on a big ice service would be electric. These guys are great with the puck. I mean, you, there's not many guys in the league better than these three at handling and dishing the hockey puck. Like, I think Barzal and Marner are actually pretty similar players in what they do well. Mm-hmm. I think Barzal's a little better of a goal scorer compared to Marner is a little better of a passer. But, they're like, Barzal can still pass. Like, he's really good. And I think the speed and the electricity of this line, this is an all-star team line. Sorry, Joe, I know yeah. we're picking the best team. But they're also no slouch defensive. You said Braden Point, Mitch Marner, good defensive players. So, I think on the big ice, this is a this is a exciting, exciting line you can put together. Yeah. Also, Barry Trotz, uh, like uh, another another little connection is the heck is going to be the assistant coach, I think. And and I think they'll, I think I think they'll trust Barzell enough that he'll he'll make the team. I, I like yeah, that pick 100%. a lot. Barzell's fantastic, and, and you're right. That line is going to be a lot. I think that'll be so much fun to watch. Holy I think smokes. it is really funny though. All three of those guys played on the same World Junior Canadian yep, team, and they, they did did dick all. Because I really lost. like that pick. Yeah. I mean, Matthew Barzell is an exceptional skater. Put him on the big ice. He's a very skilled player as well. I mean, that power line, Barzell, Point, Marner, I mean, I think they're all defensively responsible enough. Yeah. You just throw them out there, just a quick depth punch down there. I mean, who are they going to be matched up against that they're going to be able to be contained? I don't think anyone really. Yeah, so any any defense let of the them world, fly yeah. in the open ice, and you're gonna you're gonna be a concern for the other countries. Those guys, 100%. yeah, those guys are so fast. Any defense is gonna struggle struggle against them. Anyways, um, my pick, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, so my next pick is I'm gonna go with. Uh, so we got two two spots left, uh, the two left wing spots, and uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna leave the McDavid and McKinnon lo- slot open for Joe, and I'm, I'm gonna take Ryan O'Reilly. Uh, as our left wing, um, former Selkie, uh, trophy winner, um, kind of does it all right. He's fantastic offensively, great defensively. He's all over the, he could really do anything for this team. And I think he'd be the perfect guy to round out that, uh, quote unquote shutdown line. We kind of built with Couturier stone and, and Riley. Uh, he can also play penalty kill. And this, this, he's the, he's a type of character type, type of guy who, I think, again, the GMs would love and, and will take, especially since Doug Armstrong Arsh- yeah. is the GM. He also was on the team for the World Cup, and he's been on World Championship teams. Like He has a little bit of Team Canada pedigree. I think I think he's on the team for sure. It's always interesting watching him play because he's just like a bear, and he's able yeah. to get up and down the ice oh, yeah. pretty quick. I mean, Without taking penalties, too. Like he's like, Yeah, the, 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 his, abil- his penalty differential is absolutely insane. Like Another guy, Selkie, 
nominee quite frequently. Uh, St. Louis didn't have the best of years this year, but he's a fantastic player. I mean, I've absolutely no issues with him being on the fourth line there. Can I throw out a stat? This is insane. So Ryan O'Reilly's been in St. Louis for three seasons. He's won a Selkie. He's won a Conn Smythe. He's been basically in, in as tough as minutes as possible. He's played over 20 minutes a game the last three years. In 209 games for St. Louis, he only has 40 minutes of penalties. In 209 games. Wow. That's wild. His whole career, over 860 games, he's only got 124 minutes of penalties. There was one year in Buffalo, he had two minutes. Another year in Colorado, he had two penalty minutes. He's had two penalty minutes, a.k.a. one penalty, as you said, twice in his career, in 81 and 80 game seasons. What's funny about him uh, that I like to bring, uh, I don't think I've ever brought this up, but. Um, when I was skating with Mark Giordano and all those guys, I asked Giordano about when Calgary was going to offer sheet Colorado for Ryan O'Reilly, but he would have had to go through waivers because he had most recently played in the KHL for the lockout. And I was like, what would have happened there if you had to give up like three first round picks and then lose the player? And Giordano was like, Kind of panic, but like very calm. He's like, "No, no, no! The league would have not allowed this. Yeah. It's impossible. <laughs> I mean, they, they could. It would have bankrupted our 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 team. They wouldn't have allowed this to happen." But a little funny thing about Riley. Uh, Riley. My pick. I'm gonna go first line left wing. Uh, his name is Zachary. I'm kidding. Jonathan Huberto. <laughs> I'm not going with Zach Hyman. Uh, you could see him there. Ken Holland just paid a lot of money for him. So, I mean. <laughs> I don't think he deserves to be there at all, though. Jonathan Huberto is a fantastic pup, uh, a fantastic passer. Pretty responsible at both ends of the ice, sneakily. Uh, but a guy that's just putting up points over the last couple of years as well there. I mean, he's a natural left winger as well. I think he'll fit very well in the top six of, of, uh, of this team. Right? Agreed. I'm with you there. I think he's a perfect complement to McDavid and McKinnon. He's... You know, he's fast enough where he's going to keep up with those guys. You put a guy like Zach Hyman on that team. I know he always plays well with good players, but you need to. This, these guys are going to be going at another level, McDavid and McKinnon. So Huberto can keep up with them. He can dish the puck to them. He's very, you know, he's a smart player, smart passer, good skater. He can finish if needed to. He's got a couple 25 goals, a 30 goal. So I like that, rounding out the team. So our team we've built well, after we've jumbled the lines here. It is line one, Huberto, McDavid, McKinnon. Line two, Marshawn, Crosby, Bergeron. By the way, that is as elite of a top six as you can get. Like, those guys are absolute monsters. You have everything you want in a top six. You have an absolute offensive line. You have Bergeron, Crosby, and Marshawn together for, if you want. That could be the best shutdown line in the tournament. And then in the bottom six, you got Barzal, Point, Marner, which is just a fun line. And you got your pure shutdown, muck it up line that can still score in Ryan O'Reilly, Sean Couturier, and Mark Stone. In my opinion, this is a perfectly built team. I have no complaints about this. There's some guys that were left off that maybe you'd want to put in here and might get games as well, but I think this is a perfect 12 group of forwards. Yeah. The first guy I want to bring up as an extra, though, is a guy Jason petitioned hard to put on this team the first time we did this is John Tavares. Yes, and I, I think he's going to, even if he doesn't maybe make the, the 12-man roster, I think he'll definitely be on this team just based off his pedigree alone. Uh, he's been two 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 time Olymp two time yep. he was on the, the Olympic team world, at, world at, cup team as well and as, at a very young age too he's just the uh, like, like I've said this a bunch so far is like these like these GMs are gonna like look for character guys and John Tavares is the perfect blend of like legit um, like all star caliber player and uh, being a character guy um, yeah so the only guy that 
I want to bring up here that we didn't name as I, I, if I was predicting, I think he'd be on the team for sure. Not necessarily my team, but predicting what they'll pick is Mark Shifley. I think Mark Shifley's been a prolific point producer. He's a center. They can use him uh, in the wing in a pinch if they need. I think he'll probably make the team. I don't think we're as excited about him. He kind of left a bad taste in everyone's mouth with that hit he did in the playoffs and he didn't play well in the playoffs. This is not simply like, Oh, Mitch Marr didn't put up points. Like Shifley did something stupid that actually costed his team. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they look very fondly on that. The other thing is he's like notoriously a poor defensive player. Not just yeah. like, not just something that the stats guy. Have, has, Do you think ha- it'll be amplified? Maybe this is gam- galaxy brain. Do you think that this poor defensive play will be amplified with the bigger ice or it'd be easier? No, I think it would be amplified. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Depends on the role, though. Like, uh, if you're just putting him in an offensive situation, then maybe he doesn't have to worry about it. Like, that's essentially what he is in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. He's an offensive dynamo. He's great at it, great on the power play. He doesn't have to worry about it defensively. But again, like you said, where do you slot him on this team where he doesn't have to worry about playing defensively? Yeah. You're going to replace Matt Barzal with him? He's probably, if he's not a center, he's going to play left wing. So I wouldn't. Are you going to replace yeah. Braden Point or Sean Couture with Shifley? Like, no. No. So Shifley's more of a luxury pick, I think. I think he's a guy you pick if you're making an all-star team, right? Yeah. Like if, you, not, if all else That's is true. equal, we're just trying to put up the most points, Mark Shifley's on the team. And I still think he probably does make it as an extra. So the one guy yeah, I wanted to bring up there. that I would pick as an extra ahead of John Tavares, just because he can bring a specialty. And that's power play production, and that's Steven Stamkos. I want to hear your guys' thoughts on Steven Stamkos. So my judgment of Steven Stamkos, I found when making this list, was pretty clouded by the finals. He was awful. No, I'm not going to mince words. He was awful. He was benched one game. His five-on-five minutes was very low, and deservedly so. I, mean, I think he put in one goal. Oh, God. Good radio there. I think he put in one goal, and it was in the first game, I want to say. And then other than that, it was just boots. Kind of thing, but if you look at the bigger picture, how many pure pure goal scorers are on this Canada team? Not many. Like good finisher goal scorers. I believe the There's only guy on this team to win a rocket Richard is Sidney Crosby, as con- as constructed right now. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, Brad Marchand's a decent goal scorer as well, but in terms of like Stephen Samkos has put up sixty goals before. You're not putting him up there first line. You're not expecting the world of him. Like Steven Stamkos is going to be a specialty kind of pick, and I feel like he could do he could be very good with that. Also, in the finals, he was 100% not healthy. If you look at his playoff point totals, it's still pretty good. The first two rounds he performed. So, John Cooper's familiar with him. I I, I could see that 100%. A nice little specialty pick, Steve yeah, and, Stamkos. And even if they dress him as a 13th forward, because uh, I think they can dress 13 forwards, and, and they just yeah, throw, so. him, throw him out there on the power play and just let him sit there and, uh, for for two minutes. I think that's that's uh, a, a nice yeah. little specialty specialty move. But we've we've picked a lot of centermen, um, and, and our two extras are, are centermen. How about like a, a natural Stamkos winger? Stamkos kind of plays wing. Though. That's true. Stamkos is now a winger. But what about a, na- a natural winger who can play both right and left wing? And Tyler Toffoli. How do you guys feel about Tyler Toffoli? Do you, how do you, what are your uh, thoughts on his he's chances? He's riding a hot shooting bump. I don't think we'll see 28 from him next year. If, he's, if he does, like let's say we're in January, he's got 20 goals already. I think yeah. he'll have a legitimate yeah, convo, goal. right? Yeah. yeah. For him, it's a. I'd put him wait and see. I have a couple guys on this list, w, uh, listed WS and then some question mark guys. I think Toffoli could fit in that WS. Wait and see. Is he still shooting the lights out, or was this kind of a just a one-off thing with him? Another winger I want to bring up is Taylor Hall, but I'm not sure how excited you guys are about no, Taylor No, not Hall. at all. Not at all. I really. just feel like he's a 65-point guy now. 
Okay. When you look at this list, better guys. I mean, there's a lot there's of better, better guys, guys yeah. out there. But really, he's great. Like I, I, I just feel like what he lacks. Like he, do, he's great offensively, but what he lacks defensively just isn't enough. I think like it, it's not enough. His offense isn't enough to bring him over the edge. I just haven't to put him been on impressed yeah. enough by him yeah. recently in recent years. Where it's like the rest of the guys on this list, it's like I could scream at the rooftops for all of them. Yeah, and then even if you compare him to guys like Claude Giroux and Tyler Sagan, who are also veterans, but probably I'd a pretty. They both probably produced better than Taylor Hall the last oh, three yeah. years, right? After that Hart Trophy year, you know, those guys have been a lot better. So those are other two names, Giroux and Sagan we didn't get to. But Joe has some wait-and-see names I want to hear. So my wait-and-see that I have on here, I'm going to go with the first one you might not have on here, Jonathan Taves. Mm. He's been very good the two seasons before this last one that he missed. I feel like if he can rebound very well, so play, get back to that form that he was at, why not? He's been he's a familiar he's a familiar name. He's all the coaches are familiar with him. He's been on Team Canada before, kind of thing. It'll be a big ask because he did miss a full year with an autoimmune autoimmune disease. Check the time. Yeah, we're still recording. Thank God. <laughs> but he's still a wait and see. I feel like he performed very well in those two seasons before uh, the one that he just missed here. Right? Yeah, I just I don't know. I, I he just seems like the guy that's. This his age is up there, too. For a, a guy to miss a full season, yeah. a good season for him to come back would be 50 points, I would say. Yeah. So it's a big ask, but it's Jonathan Tate. I feel like he hasn't lost. Like, yeah. There's a chance he hasn't lost it. And uh, if there's people in that room petitioning for Jonathan Taves, are you surprised? Absolutely not. No. So that's a fair one. Um, next. I had one more. I had some question marks around this guy. I had him circled. Not the greatest regular season this past year. Not the sexiest amount of points, but we're picking the right players. We're not picking the best. So I'm going Tony from the bridge. Tony from the Anthony bridge. Anthony Sorelli. I would love that. Just such a good defensive center. Um, can put up points. I believe 43 and 69 the year before this past one. And John Cooper's very familiar with him. I feel like with him, he's a big wait and see simply because he's going to be taking a lot of those tough minutes that Yanni Gord got last year as well. So if he's able to perform, put up a decent amount of points, I feel like John Co- and John Cooper's happy with him. I feel why wouldn't the head coach of Team Canada be vying for his shutdown center in Tampa? I, that's a great argument. And you know who? I, he doesn't play this necessarily the same style of hockey, but the type of player that gets picked for the Olympic team, right? I'm just thinking that he could little Mike Richards vibes, maybe. Exactly. Mike Richards gets picked for the Olympic team Canada again. At that point, he's a Selkie level player, maybe a little bit of a on the downturn of his career back then, right? I don't think at that point. When was that? Twenty ten? No, but that was pre. But still, regardless, Sorelli's also on an upswing, right? Sorelli's established. He's a Selkie nominee guy. He's won a cup, two cups. He might not necessarily be the flashiest player, but he could be a Mike Richards on this team, right? And he could be a defensive player that brings a little more speed than the other three we have. We have O'Reilly Couturier Stone, which is not necessarily necessarily fleetest the fleetest of foot. foot. So if you wanted a little more speed and maybe you throw you throw Sorelli on there, I could see that. So I, I liked I, I love Anthony Sorelli. I think he's a great player. I just don't he'd have to have a big bounce back. He'd have you know? to have a big bounce back. Probably the best career. year of his career to get there. But oh, he's yeah. primed to have that though. Yes. With Yanni Gord know. leaving it's opportunity. So, opportunity. Yeah, he's he's in a position to kind of take take this and, and take it by the reins. But if let's say he doesn't, I wonder what you guys think about the guy who he's going to replace on Tampa and, and take his role, Yanni Gord. 
He's going to have to rebound. He just had that so- shoulder surgery, so we'll see kind of there. Yeah, another way. That's almost one it. you think of. If The offensive upside isn't quite there what, what it is with those other But guys. if he doesn't have the surgery and he's the number one setter on Seattle, he's playing first power play, he's yes. playing 20 minutes a night. You'd Maybe have a lot. That'd be a good wait and see as well. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be surprised there. What about this one that I just kind of thought of? It's going to be a big one. Philly Deneau. Wow. That's a special team. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Jeez. That's Didn't a special team. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's a great defensive centerman. Uh, there's nothing else to say. If you want a pure shutdown defensive you Mike Richards. Defense. You take Philip Deneau. I, I never thought of Philip Deneau, but no? that's not a bad one at all. I think that's a another that's one a I have question here. Another like good defensive, gritty, competitive guy from Montreal. Brendan Gallagher. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Maybe. Not quite. He just, he just doesn't bring the same punch as other guys on the team. That's true. Uh, yeah. I think the this guys guy we have. I had there. There's other guys who do it better than him. So. Yeah. Is there any no, possible, you know, possible breakout candidates that you look at and say, okay, maybe he's not on anyone's list right now? That's a good one. But if we look by the time it's February and the Olympic team's made, it's like, wow, this guy really put him on, put himself on the map and made the team. Uh, I have all older guys that yeah. I put for that, that one. So I that's had a one. Very good, I had a very one, good question. and he's an actual winger. That's Sam Reinhardt of the Florida Panthers. Yes. New team. We'll see if he ends up playing with Huberto and Barkov. He should. He's a right winger. Kind of makes sense. Who knows, though? But, you know, he he could have a monster year. And he's a he's a, he's a really safe player. Like, he's a decent skater. Not, not the strength of his game, but he does everything really well. He can score goals. He's a good power play player. I could see it. Like, if he really, you know, takes the next step, why not? Like, why can't he make the team? I think he can't. So... That's one guy. I'd be an of. interesting wait and see kind of guy for sure. I mean, I don't think he will. But what if he plays with Jonathan Jonathan Huberto and he establishes a very good chemistry there? Exactly. They put up a ton of points. I, I got I got another one. All right, let's, let's go it. back to Montreal. Nick Suzuki. Interesting. Nick I, Suzuki seems like he's on the you know the cusp of a, of a breakout here stats wise. So could you see it? Could you see Nick Suzuki coming out and putting out you know? on pace for a full point a game. And maybe he, you're looking at Suzuki versus Taveras and saying, well, this guy's younger. He's putting up more points. He's playing center. Maybe we take him. That's a guy to think about. I think that's interesting. Yeah. And yeah. In- interesting. Okay. What, what about any, should we talk about some fallers? Maybe some guys who I just thought about someone who I, I feel, I feel like I saw on a bunch of lists, but after this season, I don't think he'll be like, everyone was talking about Pierre Luke Dubois. Like he was going to make the team, <laughs> no but like, he stinks. yeah, no. That's a hard after this know. last Especially year, it after just this looked year. like he didn't care all yeah. year. I don't, I don't see it. I don't like the player at all. And because because of how long it's been since they've done like a major international tournament, right? You're going back to the World Cup of Hockey. It's going to be a very fresh team. Name some of the forwards on that team. Like you said, Jonathan Taves, Matt Duchesne, Logan Couture. It's Logan Couture a guy that could make it with a bounce back year. Possibly, he's a good player, right? One Tavares. player I'd love to see that I just saw on this list: Tom Wilson. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> But <laughs> he'd get kicked out in two seconds. I mean, <laughs> that'd keep, be so funny. Keep though. going. Getzlaff, Perry, and Thornton were still on the last <laughs> international yeah, tournament they're, team, they're right? Old. Those guys are essentially about to retire. So it's going to be a definitely a younger team. But I think we've narrowed it down. I think we got our top twelve, which is we talked about earlier, and then our, I think our extras are going to be John Tavares and Mark Shifley. Yeah, I, I like it. Yeah, 
I think so. I think me and Joe may argue Stamkos over Tavares, but Stamkos, for, yeah. For now, we'll leave it as Tavares. And I, I, I could honestly, I wouldn't even like, I wouldn't even be surprised if Dino's on as an extra forward. Honestly, yeah. like that was that was a specialty. great specialty. Yeah, seriously, like the, the perfect definition of specialty too. Like, even if you have to just throw him out there to win a faceoff, like, like maybe yeah. there's two specialties. One is a Tavares, Shifley, um, Stamkos, Stamkos offensive yeah. type, and one's a Dino defensive, defensive type. Mm. Interesting. That'd be very Dino Sorelli defensive type. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of permutations I feel like you can make, especially with these extras here. But in terms of those, in terms of that top twelve right there, should we go over it one more time? Argue. Yeah, Huberto. Sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. All right, um, we'll go Huberto at left wing, Mine. center Mc, McDavid, right wing McKinnon. Second line we got left wing Marshan, center Crosby, right wing Bergeron. Third line we got left wing Matthew Barzell. Center Braden Point, right wing Mitch Marner, and then fourth line. Fourth line we have Ryan O'Reilly, Sean Couturier, Mark Stone. Great for and then extras JT and Shapley. It's hard to argue with that group. It's a very very strong group. So I think a position that will have a lot more argument is you know the defense, the back end. In the past, you've had pretty standard. De- you you always had ma- um sorry you always had Drew Doughty. Yep. You always had uh, Shea Weber. Brent Burns has been on the team. Jay Bomeister has been on a lot of teams. Go mm-hmm. back. You had big names. A lot of a lot of guys. Alternates were Dan Hamuse, Pernell, Carl Subban. Yeah. A lot of guys that, you know what, have no chance of making it this year. I'm going to be honest with you. So I don't think any of those guys make it's it. It's going to be a very fresh Canadian blue line this year, which is fun to see because there's a lot of talented, young, awesome Canadian defensemen. They're so, going to take seven defensemen. How many names do you have written down? They're going to take eight, I believe. Oh, okay. yeah, that makes sense. That actually makes sense. One extra and then one on the bench. So I have 15 names written down here. Could have probably gone with more, too. Like, for example, I did not have Drew Doughty on my list. I think he gets a long look from Team Canada. going to start with that off the top. Who on my that, list, sorry? though, Drew Doughty. Drew Doughty. He's not on my list. No, obviously not. He well, stinks. hey, he's going to get a long look from Team Canada. But we're making our team. And do I start again? I had the first pick. I last actually time. had from, I believe it was Stat the Obvious on, on Twitter. I asked, Do you have any sleeper picks? And he said, If I know Hockey Canada, Drew Doughty. Right. My 15, he's not here. But yeah, I have 19, and he's not on my list All right. either. So this is going to be a great debate, I think, because defense is a lot more. Sp- I think they really like left and right shot. They really like pairing players together that makes sense. So we'll see what happens here. I started last time. Do one of you guys want to start this time? Should we start with. With Joe and go around. Or no, you'll start with goalies. I think Jason should start with defensemen. And you, Jason, you can name the first defenseman that you think is a lock on Team Canada. Okay, so I, I think the guy who is the biggest lock right now, um, for me at least, uh, coming off a uh, Norris nominee, uh, Cal McCarr. Cal McCarr is my, the, the, my lock on this team. Yeah. Simply because he's, although he's young, he's what he's done at the NHL level it, it, it cannot be understated. He's been fantastic. He's amazing all around. He can quarterback a power play too. He's what, what can he do? Honestly, the, speed, what, the what handles, the, go, the the edge points work. Ability, the edge work is fantastic. Just playoff performances, like bigger ice too. He's going to be an absolute monster in this tournament. And again, okay, he's not the pure defensive stopper. Who cares? He's still good defensively. He's, no slouch, yeah. he's a great skater. He is one of the best defensemen in the league, and he is. I agree. The number one lock defenseman on Team Canada. All right. I'm up. I was 
answering stuff on Instagram there. Um, well, Jason took my only lock here. He's also my only lock, by the yeah. way. I think so the rest think, is very fluid. Yeah. Very, very fluid here. But I'm going to go with Alex Petrangelo. Mm. I know the defensive numbers have taken a dip, but I feel like that's his utilization in, in Vegas. You look at the player, he's still a fantastic offensive player, which he's still showing that. His defensive ability, I feel like if you rein him in, he'll be able to show that very well as well. Still can skate out there. I just feel like he's like the physical ability is so good. That's what's going to get him onto Team Canada. Not necessarily his numbers that he's going to be putting up in season. I feel like you're going to get some complaints from Twitter. Oh, he stinks defensively. Well, watch his utilization. They're playing him in a weird spot in Vegas there. So Alex Petrangelo based on his physical abilities there. I have no arguments there. He's in my like basic. I have three guys yeah. who, in my opinion, are basic locks. It doesn't really make sense, but just below a lock. So, yeah. But right now we've named two right defensemen. Right, yeah. we got Makar and Petrangelo. Uh, there's another right defenseman. When you look at Team Canada, though, a lot of right D. Yeah, a lot For of good sure. right D. A lot of typical right. right D, but I think yeah. there's a lot of good lefty that maybe are not as well-known. How about that? Okay, let's so see here. My, I'm going to pick a left defenseman. I think he is well-known. I think Shea Theodore is pretty much a lock for this team. He's produced in a couple playoffs now, back-to-back, enormously. I think he could be a guy where if Makar, you know, Makar's running the first power play, Shea Theodore's running the second power play. Like, this guy's an okay. offensive dynamo. He's responsible defensively. Again, a couple of guys on Vegas' D had a little bit of dips in their, you know, defensive game this year. You kind of saw it. Again, they played very differently, though, right? And Shea Theodore is a guy who's really blossomed into, in my opinion, one of the best defensemen in the league. A guy that big, the way he skates is, like, remarkable to me. He's a terrific skater. You know, he made that one play in the playoffs where he did that fake slap shot pass that was was one of the best plays of the whole playoffs. So I think Shea Theodore is a lock. And you know what? If you want, you have a familiarity playing with Alex Petrangelo. They don't exclusively play together in Vegas. Alex Martinez Martinez is normally mixed in there. But they have played together. And I wouldn't be surprised if they played together in this tournament. Okay. That's a, that's a solid pick. 42 like, points yeah. in 53 games uh, this past year. In the playoffs last year, 19 points in 20 games. And then this year, 10 points in 19 games there as well. The offensive ability is there. I feel like, yeah, that's I, I, a good pick, I would so, say. I, I didn't quite have him. Oh. I wasn't favoring Shea Theodore, I don't think. You didn't have him he, on your team. To me, he falls into the offensive defenseman category. Really? And I feel like there's a lot more guys that can put up not necessarily the offensive numbers that he can, but are much more responsible defensively. Guys, I am shocked. But I am, I in the left, shocked. third pairing left the kind of spot there, seventh D kind of guy, I, I feel like that could be very, very reasonable third for Shea pairing. But I just feel like... Guys, I'm shocked. I'm sorry. I need to interrupt. I'm shocked. You I'm feel shocked. the same. I, I feel the same way too. And uh, honestly, I didn't put Petra on my team either. Maybe maybe you guys you are didn't put rock. Alex Petrangelo. No, because I feel like there's other players who can. Who How many names do you have written down for defense? I have, I have, 15. I have nineteen. I have something like that as well. But I, I have, but okay, I had spots. them written down. But I only had nine guys I actually seriously considered. Yeah. Honestly, wow. so my my Look, thing. I, so you don't? I think Shea Theodore is the best left D on Team Canada. I'm a. I might not be considering left enough on here. But um, anyways. Guys, yeah. I am floored. I, we need to put this to, to Twitter or Instagram or something. You guys are not 
down with Shea Theodore as in our not, top six. Not that I'm not down with Shea. But in your top six, he's not the guy you had. He didn't he's, have. He's not the guy I'm I had. Shocked. Be, I'm gonna be, be all over your guys' picks. Now. And and the reason why I say that is because I I feel like there are other players who are very sound defensively who can like not as good as Shea Theodore, obviously, but who can still produce, still still produce well. And um, I, I, the, the, the big thing I was looking for, I was I kind of stayed away from a lot of offensive defensemen. I tried to look for again all around players. And I kind of did the same with my forwards as well. Anyways, uh, my pick, um, we talked about him a lot last podcast. And I'm going to go with Jake Muzzin on left D. Jake Muzzin? Again, guys, we're going with guys who are Jake all Muzzin. around. And it can play dirty minutes. Someone's got to kill penalties on this you team. You stole this from me last week. I said that last week. So, so, someone's got to play the dirty minutes on this team. And who, who better to do it other than Jake Muzzin, right? He can, he can do it all. One of the most underappreciated defensemen of, of, of the past couple of years, honestly. Not many people think of him as an elite defenseman, but we, we talked about it in nausea last podcast. He is. He really is. So I have him on my team. So anyways. so Jake Muzz was on the World Cup of Hog team, as I said. I'm a little bit of a fraud. Last week I said I wouldn't be surprised he made Team Canada. I actually forgot about him, to be honest. I did not have him on my list, but... I'm comparing him to other lefty wow, I had. Fraud Wait, I'm comparing him to other left defensemen I had. I would have him over a lot of these guys. I would have him as my one, two, three, four, five, sixth best left defenseman. Okay. I must have missed some left defensemen. Am I up Yeah, now? you did probably. But I still think Jake Muzzin's, I have no problems with having him on the team. There's other guys. Like, you think he's better than Shea Theodore? Again, I think he brings more to the table than Shea Theodore. The other thing I failed to consider about Jake Muzzin is World Cup of Hockey, smaller ice surface. Olympics, Ooh. bigger ice surface. Skating is going to shine through with these picks. But, hey, I said it last week, so I can't go back on it. But when I actually mapped it out, I wouldn't have had him on my team. Interesting. But I definitely wouldn't have had him as the fourth pick on the team. But, all right. All right, so I'm up. All right. We got a left. Uh, we got so we have four defensemen picks. This is right this now. is going to be we're crazy. Two spots debate. on left, two spots on. I know we said right. we're going to name. I feel like we're going to debate this like crazy. One hundred percent. There's so many good players. Like it's it, this is imp- this is actually an impossible task. There's so like I was honestly like my jaw hit the floor. I forgot how many good defensemen there are on Canada. Anyway, sorry. It is uh, in terms of lefty. You can do a right. You can do lefty or righty. There's two two spots on the lefty open and two spots on the righty. And honestly, I don't know how we're going to make pairings for this. It'll be interesting, but. Um, I'm like almost stuck here. Yeah, it's a, it's you a could tough do the one. You know what? Right I'm D. going left D, Thomas Shabbat. No. No. I'm in. Uh, guys, I'm I so disappointed Shabbat. with your left D picks. I love Thomas Shabbat. I am so disappointed. Plays on a, Doesn't play on the best team in Ottawa there, especially defensively. I think they're going to pick it up a little bit this year, and you're really going to be liking Thomas Shabbat. Big minutes eater. I mean, relative to the rest of his team, isn't the worst defense defensively. But the off, I mean, I, 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 from what I've seen from Thomas Shabbat, I feel like that's going to be, he's going to be tough to say no to, despite his team being crap. I had him as one of my 15. Same here. You think Thomas Shabbat's a better defenseman than Shea Theodore? He's getting there. No. So I, I, I think there's actually other players who are sim- similar mold to Thomas Shabbat that I would take over him. So, guys. Um, but, as I, on, yeah, Shea Theodore, be, me, yeah, yeah, Shea Theodore over him as, as but, there's other guys too who I'm, I'm not going to name till later on, but who I even I wouldn't pick, but I would take over Thomas Shabbat. This is this is such a it's so fascinating, honestly. The amount of good players there are here. There was a layup left D to pick here, and you guys didn't pick him, and I'm very disappointed. But oh. so my last pick is the last right D spot. Dougie Hamilton has to be on this team. 
I don't know how, how you, he's the sixth guy we put here, but he's making my team. He he's on the team. Like he's one of the best defensemen in the league. This he has is, some, you know. This is major fraud alert because you were the one that was like, "Oh, I don't know about Dougie." Off, predicted. Off. predicted, predicted. That's true. Jason said he's a lock. I said predicting what Team Canada likes. Dougie Hamilton, we know this. He's not the most Anyways, well-regarded player. As I was player. saying, off mic, you were like, oh, I don't know about Dougie Hamilton. <laughs> he's been on like nine teams so far. Not, he's very awkward in the locker room. I don't, th- I don't know if they'd pick him. I don't know if they'd pick him. I would pick him. I would pick him too. I have him on my team. He's There's a difference. He's another guy who I had as a lock. So. But you're happy. At least you got to pick your lefty. So I picked the layup, he, Dougie Hamilton. He, here's the thing quickly, though, guys. We have Hamilton, Petrangelo, Makar, Theodore, and Thomas Shabbat. Those are five offensive defensemen who like who who, i didn't pick some of these guys i know i'm just i'm just saying like as as guys who the hamilton and mccarr were the only two guys on my on my list so far who have made the team and muzzin obviously because i picked can i put the left d that i'm shocked okay go honestly go for it because i feel like we're not Devin taves i have him how do you not just put him with kale mccarr that is the simplest i i would have done it with the first pick if you guys weren't going to do it Devin Taves and Kale McCarr is a ready-made pairing on Team Canada. They've done this in the past. They put Muzzin. Jason with, put Muzzin with McCarr. For I, some I just reason. it was the first lefty they I put, picked. They put Muzzin with Dowdy. They like putting Bowmeister with Pietrangelo. They've done Pronger and Niedermeyer. This is my theme again. Maybe you guys don't see Theodore and Pietrangelo as a pairing. I bet they will. Devin Taves and Kale McCarr. That's a pairing. I think those are almost guaranteed. Then you have Dougie Hamilton and pick your last left D. That's what I would have done, but. You guys didn't want Devin Taves. I, for me, he has to be the first guy named that oh wasn't my. named. He's on my list. He's on, I, I have him on my team. I have him on my team, but I wanted Jake Musson to make the team. Okay, that's fair. But I, 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 I have to pound the tail for Devin Taves. Also, not even a one-year wonder. He was good in, on the island, too. But, wow, I have so many names to go. Let's go one by okay. one, Jason. You so bring I, I, I'm going to... I'm just going to round it out with the last right D. And again, guys, I, we're not going to pick the, the most offensive player. Uh, I'm going for Jared Spurgeon. Wasn't one of my 15. Jared Spurgeon, uh, elite two-way player. And again, guys, we're not looking for guys who can only score points. We want guys who can, who can play and, and, and can play defense. And Jared Spurgeon has been an analytics darling for a couple of years now. Okay. Um, I got a vouch for Thomas Shabbat. There we are. That's all I needed. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I, I think he's the perfect... Like Again, this, this team is so heavy with offensive defensemen already that we've picked. I think I think Jared Spurgeon would be a great guy to round it out with, with a great offensive ability, but also solid in his own zone as well. So I like Jared Spurgeon. He had a notable downtick this year. He's about to be 32 years old. Yeah. I didn't have on my list personally. Okay. So. All right. Any thoughts on Spurgeon, Piz? I mean, I had him on the list here on the top 3,000 that I have li- written down here. I'm not 100% sure about Jared Spurgeon, but – yeah, one of the na- I mean, there's I have so tons of there's tons of guys. Right, let's we'll just go, go one by it. one. We'll go yeah, one let's by go, one. Let's do, yeah, let's do that. So then let's start with the D that we've named are Jake Muzzin, Kale McCarr, Thomas Shabbat, Alex Petrangelo, Shea Theodore, Dougie Hamilton, Devin Taves, and Jared Spurgeon. I don't yeah, for some reason that just yeah. is not appealing to my eye right now. I think that you could make a much better team candidate. I, I think so too. Let's make a second t- second team candidate. No, we'll, team. we'll keep we'll keep talking. Okay, Piz, it's your turn to. Be, to I'm making the coach's pick, Adam Pellick. Yeah, that's yeah, a great like one. That. Can we just do two players here? Yeah. Adam Pellick and Ryan Pulak as a pair. That could be a pairing. That's what I was thinking before. Both both guys are on my team. Wait, come back to this How podcast. How are you spelling Pulak? Wait, come back to this oh, podcast Lord. in a year, 
If the deep pairings are this, Devin Taves, Kel McCarr, Shea Theodore, Alex Petrangelo, Adam Pellick, Ryan Pulak, do not be surprised. Those are the three deep pairings for Team Canada. Wow. Yeah. That could be very interesting because we haven't had any Hockey Canada events where we can nope. see guys together. Nope. I mean, with the World Cup, it was how many years separated from – it was like a couple of years separated from the Olympic Games there. So you had some familiarity there. You have these – these you had these summer camps and all this stuff, so that could make sense a hundred percent. Where it's you you put the the chemistry guys together, and they're all fantastic upper echelon defensemen there too. But Pulak Pelik is so good defensively. I mean, that'd be a very good pick. I want to talk about the World Cup roster again. I forgot to mention they also put Burns with Vlasic too. Yeah, you had just had the pairings. That's true. The only yeah. The only thing what was the other pairing. So they actually did do Weber and Doughty, but then Muzzin came in. But Weber Doughty had played together with Team right. Hannah. So it was Weber Doughty, Petrangelo, Bomeister, and Vlasic Burns. I'm telling you, come back to this in six months. I would not be shocked if it's those three pairings. I, I, I how much have Petrangelo and Theodore played together? On I don't think they care. Okay. I think they like that they are familiar at all with each okay. other. Okay. Okay. Interesting. All right. I, I don't think both. I think they'll take one of Theodore and Petrangelo. I don't think both I make it. I, but yeah, that, that's I think just those me. are two of the three best defensemen on this list. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to look something up, take over. I have yeah, another name. Yeah. He'd be on my team as a seventh defenseman. It's Aaron Ekblad. Interesting. So I have him on my wait and see simply because that was a horrific injury. It's he been, it's been a while leg. now. It yeah. has been a it's while. Just how does he come back? I just really want to see yeah. how does he come back. Or I else think, he would have been a lock on my team. I think he was on the precipice of a legitimate like Norris Trophy level season yeah. before he got injured. And I, I think, think it's coming for him. I think he's a player who, I'm not going to call him Victor Hedman, but trajectory was very similar to Victor, uh, to Victor Hedman. Here's why. When Victor Hedman started in Tampa, the first three or four years was, man, like, I don't know. Did we make the right pick? He's kind of not putting up the points we thought, not playing that many minutes. And Ekblad was the same way. He got a big contract, but a lot of people were saying, you know, he's just scoring goals. He's not doing much else, right? In the last two years, I think he's really, really stepped up his game, especially before the injury this year. That was a huge loss for Florida, really, and it didn't really get talked about that much. He had 22 points in 35 games, 11 goals. He's playing 25 minutes a night. Mm-hmm. I think if he's healthy, he's on the team as at least an extra. Too. So right, 100%. He would have been a lock if it wasn't for that injury yeah. there. Uh, uh, and then talk about pairings. Mackenzie Weger. Yeah, there you go. 100%. That would have been interesting. He, yeah, I he's I, I was so I was close to picking him. Honestly, Who? it was between him and Spurgeon for me. Aaron Ekblad? No, Mackenzie Weger. Oh, I don't. I feel like As there's one left part. D? There's one part of his transition D that right I'm D. not in love with. But right in D. terms of his overall year, he was really really good this year. He is a. No, I have him on wait and see. Never mind. But he. he after Aaron Ekblad went down, he really carried his he own line. Up, he put up fantastic numbers, and he looked really, really good. There was some – I did see some shady parts where it's like mm, maybe not, but I, I, I really do like McK- – I really like the year that Mackenzie Weger had. Can he have another year like that? Yeah. It's tough to leave him I, off. He was great. It just seems, again, like show it again, then we'll put put you on there kind of thing. 100%. But, I, I like I like that pick. I wouldn't argue with that. Uh, there's so many more guys I want to bring up. A guy yeah. I had on my so you go ahead. Yeah, so I, I want to bring up a, a a homer pick that that it seems to like uh, TSN loves to put him on the roster. Morgan Riley. No, 
No, I, I, I actually agree. had him in one of my 15 purely as a conversation point. So, so did I. I but again, there's so many guys like him who are better than him. Well, actually, yeah. sorry, I shouldn't be so quick. When you look at the big Olympic ice and Morgan Riley's ability to mm-hmm. skate and skate with the puck, could that be very helpful, especially with the bigger ice? Are there going to be more passing lanes, make it easier for him, more effective that way? I have seen him projected on a few lists there. So I could see the appeal to it, but I just don't see it. And then yeah. you have... Talk about pairings. TJ Brody. TJ Brody. I didn't have him on my list. So I actually I didn't either, but just yeah. pairings wise. I had him on my list as almost like a cheeky eighth or seventh four because he's one of those players who he he's a left handed shot, but he can play right D. And I don't know if that's like that's like a it's like a little utility like thing, the you know. Versatility. He he can play both left and right, so I I don't know if they'll be considering that. But they're already taking two defensemen, so maybe not. But that that's just a guy I thought of as maybe a, a utility guy. So for me, Morgan Riley again. I look at him. I Again, I would just take Thomas Shabbat over him, for example. I wouldn't put Thomas Shabbat on my team, but I would take Thomas Shabbat over yeah. Morgan Riley. Dave, I, I just got an agreement Shabbat over. Shea. So you're asking an Ottawa Senators Ew. fan. <laughs> yeah, okay, great, great. Just like we have Jake Muzzin on our top Team Canada Olympic pairing. but uh, He's been on the team before. It's not, it's not a far cry of a pick. No. Uh, on yeah, the top pairing, I would say. I'm not. Cool. I'm not saying he's on the top pairing, but like, you entered uh, the team and you put him. He on the was top the pick. first <laughs> left D taken, and we said Shea Theodore would be the third. Def- no, he said. I never said that. That was that was what was said. So uh, another another name I want to throw out there. I think he has a great chance to make the team. Is Jacob Chikrin from yeah. the Arizona Coyotes? He is on my team. I got he's couple, on my team too. I actually got a couple submissions of people saying that. I'm trying to find on the fly. I think a lot of people don't know how good he was this year, yeah. as Jason put him on his underrated or one of the suggestions for an underrated guy. Oh yeah, he had 18 goals in 56 games on D. He's he was known for being a defensive defenseman before this. Like his first couple of years in the league, he was put in tough minutes, and he you know he adjusted. He's become a legitimate star defenseman in this league. So at nine DL gas at Jacob Chickram when I suggested this on Twitter, it a, it's a good pick. I think people forget about him because he's born born in Florida. Possibly that, yeah. But oh, he's always played for Team Canada. Canada yeah, so. yeah, interesting. Okay, I, I just my jaw hit the floor because I'm like, I just saw Boca Raton, Florida. Yeah, I'm like, oh shit, his dad, is he, is he? His dad was there. <laughs> okay, when, cool. Yeah, that's a cool thing. shout out Boca. But yeah, so I, I think Chickram. So for debate's sake, I had him on my team as well. Yes, I also had him on my team. I want to know your six or eight defensemen, Joe. I want to hear them. I didn't. I, I, again, I had the names down. I, I want more of flow. your names. Like you have, like, I'm shocked at Thomas here. Shabbat. Right. Uh, you're shocked by Thomas Shabbat. I've got a good wait and see. I think Mark Giordano. What can okay, he, he would have been my next one. I had him on my list I also, as well. I also would have had him on my That's team, That's a wait actually. and see. Pretty I, downturn kind of year in Calgary, but is playing with some very good defensemen in Seattle over there. Can he really sh- – I think they're going to rely upon you him know, You know what? I have to say one thing. Was it a downturn for him or just the team? Was he really I, that poor? I don't think I he think was I think it was his pairing. Year. I don't think the pairing they were ever able to find chemistry. The team was really bad itself as well. But So I wouldn't attribute it really to him, but the numbers were a downturn for sure. He's well, still a very good player. The analytics are still good. Yeah, and, he's, and knowing him, he's one of the most competitive people on planet Earth. He's going to take this, and he's going to he's going to use this as motivation. So for my, this is my eight. I'm just going to say: Taves, Makar, Theodore, Petrangelo, Chikrin, Hamilton, Giordano, Ekblad. You got size. You got speed. You got skating. You got pairings that know each other. You have offensive. You have defensive. You can jumble it up. But those are my eight. Interesting. Okay. And then my nine, ten were Pelik and Pulok, Pulok, Ryan Pulok. I had, I, I'm just going to do this. I had lefty Taze, Chitkin, Muzzin, Pulak. 
Right, yeah, I had Hamilton, Makar, Pelic, Spurgeon. Yeah, it's right. interesting. Joe, I want more of your names. Your names are fun. Um, Can I predict one guy that's on your list that hasn't been said? Chris Letang. I, really, I wrote the name down. <laughs> I also wrote uh, it down. But I don't hate that in one. Terms of, in terms of names here, I just have them written down. So yeah, I throw them really out. Have, just throw them out. So, like, just listing them off of who I had. I don't know. Makar. I got Petrangelo on this list here. I had Dougie Hamilton. I was heavily considering him. Obviously, Thomas Shabbat in there. Uh, I did have Pelic. I think Pelic. Maybe a little Jacob Chikrin in there as well. Um, and then am I missing one? No, I want all your names. I want all 19 oh, of them. Okay, it's just all of them? Yeah. Okay, I had Makar, Petrangelo, Latang, Hamilton, Weger, Jake Muzzin, Shafe Theodore, Ryan Pulock, Adam Pelic, Jacob Chikrin, Gio, Ekblad, Spurgeon, Ryan Ellis, Thomas Shabbat, Taves, and Gerard. But Gerard, I'm... I don't know. But you I had Gerard you literally list. had the exact same list as me. I'm not even kidding. Hey, you. look at that. <laughs> so, so you guys are not down with Thomas Shabbat? I don't uh, mind Thomas Shabbat, but you're picking a guy from a bad team still. Like he was, and he, his numbers were, have been good. And he, but the last two years, he's not improved over three seasons ago. He's been pretty much the same player. So I, I'm not sure he's any good at all defensively either. No. I'm not certain. He gets shelled defensively. But for my team, at least, I, I picked Chitrin and Hamilton and Makar. I feel like that's enough offensive upside on your defense to, like, you kind of don't need, like, a, a Thomas Shabbat type I, player. I think you guys are just way low on Shea Theodore, personally. I think he's fine. I don't know. He's decent defenseman, but I'm not a overly what? in love with him. A decent Not the decent. Okay, decent like, when <gasps> talking about upper echelon defensemen. <gasps> He's obviously Gasp. very good. If we're talking about him for Team Canada, he's obviously a very good defenseman. When it comes to this tier of defensemen, I don't know, I'm not in love with Shea Theodore. I'm we, like, I, I, that's, that's my thing, though, is we need guys who can play on both ends of the ice. And Shea Theodore, by God, he's, he's okay, a great the, offensive between player. Between you two, who would you rather have, Chikrin or Theodore? Chikrin. Theodore. Chik- Chikrin, just for the simple fact that he can bring similar to what Theodore can bring offensively, not as good. I think he can score goals better. I don't think he's as good at moving the puck up the ice as Shea Theodore. But you know what he's really good at? Really a lot better than Shea Theodore at is playing, playing defensively and suppressing I'd also like to see it zone. in high-leverage situations as well as Shea Theodore has shown and I think is valuable to Team Canada as well. That's fair. It's a fair debate, honestly. But I just, again, me personally, I just didn't have him on the team. I just had... I just, it would have been it would have been between him and Chikrin for me though because again like I I val I think you can only have so many of those type of guys. Do a poll. Who's going to make Team Canada? Shea Theodore or Jake Muzzin? Or Jake Muzzin? That's Jason's guy. That's my pick. Or do him or Thomas Shabbat? You guys can throw any of them. I, I, I'm curious. I he's under you had him as underrated. So he is underrated. I agree. But guy, you guys are now on. I should have put Shea Theodore on my underrated. <laughs> like this is crazy. But that's fine. Okay, hey, he's I, uh, he's uh, probably the 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 best offensive defenseman in the NHL. Okay. So if we were to make the graphic, who's on our list? That's a that's so tough. Muzzin, McCard, Shabbat, Petro. Muzzin's not on the list for us. Uh, do you have Muzzin on your team on, on this team? I wouldn't say so. So two, that's a veto on Jason's okay, Muzzin. Fine, you guys fine. can veto my my Theodore if you want. I uh, I wouldn't say so. Can we, can we can we veto the Muzzin and put in Chikrin? Is that fair? Can we veto the Muzzin and just put Devin Taves there? 
Yeah. Matisse is there. On, on, like build the team from I, the start. I, I know, but we were just, I just did it by, by who we were listing the name. You you guys can pick the top I, six. I think if you're doing you want. eight, it's pretty simple. You take out Muzzin and Spurgeon, you put Taves to the top left D and you add Ryan Pulak and Adam Pellick. Yeah. That's your eight. I'm in. Especially, I don't know who's going to be running the D or who's going to be running the forward. If the D is run by Barry Trotz, wouldn't you think he would like to yep. use? Yes. Yes. If I had one thing here, I would take Shabbat out for Chikrin, but Joe picked Shabbat and I picked Theodore, so we're keeping both of them there. So only Chikrin. my guys get axed. Uh, unless you want to join on a veto on Theodore and you guys can put Chikrin in. It's up to you. I want, I want, I want Chikrin in there. If you're not going to let me put Muzzin, let me put Chikrin in there. Yeah, go ahead. Chikrin over, over Theodore? Because you guys just did that? Whatever. Okay, that's fine. Not over, no, not over Theodore. I would say over... You could do over Shabbat, sure. No, I want Shabbat on there. Piz, you could take him over Theodore. I'll, no, I, I'll concede that. I, what, what do you want? I, I'm no, just leave it as is. Taves, Makar, yeah. Shabbat, Petrangelo, Theodore Hamilton, Pulak, Pelik. That's where we're finalizing. I this. like that. I like that. That's I like tough. that. So that sounds good. And then we got the goalies now. There's a ton of other places. Probably. Let's yeah, get let's into goalies. it. Okay. I got a good one. Stat the Obvious had a good one, and I, I, I have him on my list here. Um in terms of first pick, sure. I'm not, going, pick. I'm not going with the obvious one. I Leave the obvious one for me, please. I have a wait and see. I have a wait and see beside his name because the team has improved in front of him, and I'd really like to see what he can do in front of an improved team. I know who this I is. I thought New Jersey didn't wasn't very well built last year, and he looked exceptional at times. The name is Mackenzie Blackwood. Still uh, relatively young at 1996 born, late 1996 goalie. Little bit more stability around him. Did not have a backup at all last year because Corey Crawford unfortunately retired. Now has a little bit of support in Jonathan Bernier, so he's not gonna be the every single day goaltender like Marty Brodeur used to be, but that doesn't exist in the league now. So I like the stability around him. I like the improved team. I like the maturity that they're gonna have with some of their young players developing. Mackenzie Blackwood is a good target and a good wait and see goaltender there so that you're just to be clear that's not your starter that's not my starter but no that's, i, th- I we put let that you pick because i think there's a good chance we'll have the same two guys yeah here. so i'm gonna let jason choose because he seemed maybe he gave me a weird look there i'm gonna say carrie price is an absolute lock for this team i put him on you don't think carrie price is a lock for a team no. are we doing this again are we doing where you said Jake Allen was going to be better than Carey Price than he smoked the Leafs in the playoffs? Carey Price is guaranteed on Team Canada unless he's injured. Guaranteed. He's on a Crosby-McDavid-level lock. Really? Yes. Yes. He just. I think I, yes. the only reason why I say this is because of the caliber and the pedigree. Nobody gives a crap about a couple of regular seasons that he wasn't good. Nobody cares. We cared. And then what happened to us in the playoffs? Nobody cares. High leverage situations, there's not a lot of goalies that have proven themselves to be better than Carey Price. He's been on... You know, he's the World Cup goalie, Olympic goalie. 2014, he was an absolute monster for Team Canada. I know that was eight years ago now. Eight years ago. But I think Carey Price is an absolute lock. I think if we put a team up there without Carey Price, we'd get ridiculed. Okay. I opinion. have him in here as a wait and see. That's fair, though, because of the injury, right? I, I, th- I think there's an aspect of well, that. Injury and if he plays well. It, he could have the exact same regular season he just had. He would be on Team Canada. After the playoffs he just had, he is an absolute lock, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah. All right. I had him as a. Yeah. Maybe. So who's your starter? Personally, I wouldn't pick him, but I think he's Mark Andre Fleury. Ah. Yeah, that's the guy who I was gonna pick, Mark Andre Fleury. Yeah. I just feel like even if he like Chicago's defense last year at times was a bit of a gonger. 
Yeah. Right. But I feel like with over the, the what he's built over the past four years, he's a Vesna goaltender. He has shown that he can play well in the playoffs too. Went to has won a couple cups and has uh, gone to a Stanley Cup mm-hmm. with Vegas there too. I just feel like there's a good body of work around there that Mark Andre Fleury, you know, you can uh, he'd be your starter. He's played well enough recently where he he could be your starter there. Um, in terms of having Carey Price behind him. If you're going to put Carey Price there, sure. I like that. I feel like Flower gets a little bit more floundered in the net there. When things go wrong, you can really kind of see it affect him. So Carey Price being that evenly killed, steady guy behind him, sure. Originally, when I was putting everything together, I had Carey Price third kind of thing. I thought like a lock as a third goalie, not really as like as high as you might have had him, but I for sure have Flower on there. Is that what you were going to say, Jason? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Around, around the same thing. So I actually have a slight disagreement here. Okay. I think Flurry. he wanted to retire. He's not fully, I don't know how invested he is. We'll see what happens in Chicago. I'm just doing a little predicting there. I think he'd be my third goalie, to be honest. Okay. My, I, I, all, I looked up very simple stats. I went and sorted Canadian goalies. Safe percentage of the guys who started 120 games here are the top three in no order. Carey Price, Marc-Andre Fleury, and Jordan Binnington. I think, again, after what you saw Jordan Binnington do from the minors coming up and literally carrying a team to a Stanley Cup, I think he's on the team for sure. Doug Armstrong's the GM. Doug Armstrong's the GM. And I think Jordan Binnington as a backup. If you had to throw a guy in a game as an emergency situation, uh, it's a good guy to have. It's kind of funny, but he was the emergency kind of situation uh, for Malcolm with the World Subban. Juniors. <laughs> but that was like beyond emergency; they were getting yeah. smoked. But that's the guy I would have. I agree. I think Mackenzie Black. No, but then he started the bronze medal game, and then yeah, bronze. He got smoked. So I agree. Mackenzie Blackwood was my next guy. I think there's a fair debate. I think Price and Flurry are locks, though, in my opinion. I think those guys are pretty much guaranteed. I think Carey Price is still the starter. I really do. Yeah, starter for sure. I interesting. Honestly, like I, if I were, if I was building Team Canada, I would only take one of those guys. I I like. I think there's a fair argument to that. Yeah, yeah, hundred. And I think the guy they leave is Mark Andre Fleury. I know. And honestly, I could. I as as crazy as it sounds, I could see them not even like. I wouldn't. I would take both Blackwood and Price over this guy. I'm gonna say, but I can see them leaving those both those guys on the table for Carter Hart. What do you guys no. think? No, no. I had another name, Darcy Kemper. Darcy, Darcy Kemper, Kemper yeah. playing on that's Colorado. One, that's when I was very heavily. I, I think he's got a great shot to make the team. Those look are my at, five. Look at the numbers Philip Grubauer put up in Colorado. I kind of think that in terms of physical skill, Darcy Kemper is above Philip Grubauer. Sure. We could see him at the nine thirty five save percentage by the time the Olympics rolls around. One hundred percent. I wouldn't I agree. be shocked at all. What? So that's going to be tough to leave him off that roster if he does. One one more guy I'm going to throw out there is I think this is a definite wait and see guy. Uh, oh my gosh, who's sorry? What about Chris Drieger? Doesn't have doesn't have the the, the catalog of games that all these guys have. But he's a backup now. Yeah, yeah, but we'll see. That's true. It's a wait and see, right? He could win the crease, and I think I think if he wins the crease over Grubauer, oh, I think that it's going to be tough. Win the but crease if he, over a guy you just gave a big contract to. It'll be tough. Happen, especially yeah. after three months or whatever. But I mean, he's definitely up. Like, he's yeah, on he's, the up. he's put up some good numbers. I will say that I didn't have him on my list, though. I just don't think that we're going to get that sample size, unfortunately, 
for him. I think it's a lot more interesting in net than people have made it out to oh, be. Yeah, for sure. Other names I had on here, uh, Cam Talbot is a reasonable goaltender. He's not bad. He's not bad, right? See him going to go on some good stretches there. But in terms of fitting together three names, who we're going to have here, that's tough. I yeah. uh, like. I thought it was much more plain and simple, flower starting, and then fill it in from there. I don't think they trust Flurry. I no. don't. Who has trusted Flurry the last ten years? Um, the next team to acquire. Him. Okay. Like, <laughs> I, I love the guy. Honestly, I'm just trying to be as like basic hockey minded as possible, right? Like. Yeah. So uh, predictive, you say yes to Flurry, but. No, I think he's on the team. I yes, think he's a yeah. third goalie though. But like in your who you think you wouldn't you wouldn't take if you were the GM. No, I would take him still. You would still take him. He wouldn't be the starter though. Okay, fair. I think the three goalies we have there are the ones we put on the board. I think Mackenzie Blackwood, Carey Price, and Mark Andre Fleury. I think so too. I th- I think there could be issues with uh Bennington just like so, some people worry about him in the locker room. I don't think I think he's fine. No, Doug, not Doug, locker room. It's no, just the in other terms teams of don't like, like him. fighting okay. on the ice. True. He doesn't fight his own teammates. He fights the other team, yeah. which is which is good, honestly. I d- no, it's not. <laughs> it's not good at all. We, got, we like to see a little goalie brawl. International hockey, there is yeah, no fights at all. If you're going out there and you're causing a mockery, you'll never play for Team Canada ever again out there. I I mean, in terms of Price, Blackwood, Flower, I just have such a tough time. I think Darcy Kemper is going to be so lights out for Colorado So do you want to put Kemper instead of Blackwood? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Just simply because I'm projecting Blackwood more. Than I would with Kemper. With Darcy Kemper. Okay, we're putting Kemper on there then. All right. Well, I think we got a team. But Blackwood, I, I have wait and see behind beside. Mm-hmm. That's why I have that set as what it is. I, I I've always been a fa- I've been a fan of Mackenzie Blackwood. He's he's I, I had the fortunate of picking him on my fantasy team. I think in the second year he was in the league and I got to watch him a lot. He got he gets shelled the shots every night and he still is able to play yeah. very well. Yeah, so. that uh, and I'm no goalie expert, so I just want to That's COVID that. shortened year, you know, like if it was a full season, I think he would have gotten some Vesna love. He was yeah. playing lights he was out. Lights out yeah. so. And he he had to deal with COVID himself, yeah. I believe. Right. So, so. And also the like you said, the team New Jersey put out there this year was not <laughs> was not it was ideal. it they were a team. And he was a beast. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so we got a team here. We're going to wrap Who's it up. Who's your starter? Carey Price. Carey Price. Okay. Yeah. okay. I have, we have some polls to put up, though. We. Yes. I want. This is what I want to see. I want to see. You can write this down if you want. I want to see who's the starter, Price or Flower. Okay. I want to see who would you rather have, Thomas Shabbat or Shea Theodore. And then I want to see, do we want to put a Muzz in one? No, no, we're not going to put a Muzz in one. Um, And then I also want to see Taveras or Stamkos. I think those are three good ones at each position. And then also if there's anyone we left off that you feel, or we didn't mention that you feel we should have considered, guys, let us know. We're going to post this up on Instagram soon enough and – We'll we'll have. Are we going to post our own teams as well? Yeah, we're going to post our own teams. So we'll do we'll do a, a a draft team that the team that we drafted together, and then we'll post our own teams. So, so when like for example, some TSN guys, um, Mike Johnston had Morgan Riley. So did Craig Button. They both had yeah. Morgan Riley. When's that from? July twenty eighth. Oh wow! Yeah, Craig Button also had Bo Horvat, Yanni Gordon, Nick Suzuki though, and he had That's oh crazy. one guy we didn't mention was Darnell, Darnell Nurse. Nurse. Yeah, wow. No. I wouldn't take him or 
Morgan Riley, honestly. Like I said, there's other guys who do the same things that they do, but just better. We'll see. We'll see. All right. All right. I think that wraps it up. Thank Good you, stuff. everyone, for listening. Bearing with us through this. If you have disagreements, let us know, please. All right. Go, let's go.